Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is up, you guys? How you doing? <laughs> What's up, y'all? If you are new to our podcast, let's be brutally honest. My name is Nick Rochelle. And I am Carla Rochelle. And we are a married couple. Yes. Yes, babe. How are you feeling today, honey? I'm feeling really good. You know, I, I just ate real, mm-hmm. real good. And yes. I'm just chilling right now. I'm chilling. We actually just ate um, Carla. I named it. I said, I'm going to have to name this Carla's better than chipotle bowl yes y'all like the last couple of times nick and i we went to chipotle we just did not have a good experience i wonder if other people have this um problem because i noticed this girl said it on instagram Uh she said the same thing she was like i went to chipotle today and it wasn't hidden it's something about sometimes their guacamole is not like right on point i don't know it's just like it's been times back in the day I got Chipotle and it tastes like the everything was tap dancing on my tongue. And it's like here lately it's been like I could have just stayed at home and cooked. And what's crazy when I was working at American Express, I had a friend. Her name was shout out to Misha. Um, she was she's from Ohio, but she was in Huntsville. And when Chipotle first made it to Huntsville, she was so fucking excited i was like why is she so excited her and everybody else yeah i was like why is she so excited about this little place yes even um when i was working at direct tv um people was like oh we got a chipotle we got a chipotle i was like what is that and they was like everybody loves chipotle (laughs) i don't know what that where that comes from but Mm. when i had it the first time i was like it was straight you know i was just like it was straight you know it's a place i can go to because it's something different i was also used to eating zaxby's and shit like that i was kind of still eating bad during that time too yeah i was too um but i think i was falling into my sushi where i was starting to do sushi and stuff Mm. so it was like it was straight and then i think after that i had them again and i was like it's actually better today but that's what it is it's sometimes it's season perfect mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not on them days that it's not it piss you off when you spend that much money yeah, especially that guacamole when it don't be on point but i'm gonna tell you now your bowl was seasoned oh. to perfection oh yeah you know i did a little you know a little something man i was and it's, i didn't eat for real for real all day because i ate like crap yesterday i had like chips pizza I mean, it was still all within my my calories. Like I was still in a caloric deficit. We worked out hard as fuck yesterday we too. Sure did, yeah. I still had a thousand and some calories, Lil. Me too. Yeah. But it was because uh, we're calling her little Wakanda girls. One Man. of the little Wakanda girls came through talking mad shit. She but the pissed thing me is, off. She been in my A for how long? She been in my A for almost like what three damn weeks or something. 
Honey. And then, because her Fitbit wasn't working. Uh-huh. So now she got her Fitbit and she came in talking about the champ is here. <laughs> Yeah, like the champ. So yeah, so when she came in talking all that shit, you know, um, ah, we had a meeting with our members. So during the membership meeting, I couldn't well, really. No, this hold up, okay. babe. Don't skip this part. Okay. So yeah, usually like sometimes she'll come in and she try to make sure she get her ten thousand steps. But it was this one time she was just like being lazy. So my petty ass, because we kept trying to get her to walk, and she was like, "I'm a walk, I'm a walk," <laughs> and she never walked. So she, I'm just gonna say this: she ended up with less than three thousand steps. Mm-hmm. So my petty ass just screenshotted it. I saw I ain't never letting this bitch live this down because she <laughs> loved a screenshot. I sure did. <laughs> Not only did I screenshot it, Coco screenshotted it, and the shit came up in the um in the chat um yesterday. So then I said, I said, honey, I said after them last little steps you made, and I actually put the exact number in there. She said, bitch. She said you did not put the exact number of steps in here. She said you is petty. I said yes, ma'am, and I got the screenshot. And then yesterday, uh. So when we got off, when I got off the membership meeting, um, I was like, babe, you want to bliss, bliss her ass? Yeah. And we got up, we went outside and we like walked our fucking ass. I had Nikki. Nikki was even ready to go back in. Yeah. But the thing was, she didn't have intentions on walking yesterday, but we started talking shit to her. Yeah. So then, cause she only had a thousand and some steps. And she was like, yeah, I'm just sitting here eating a couple of snacks and some, <laughs> some, some. We was like, really bitch. <laughs> so then she was like, I'm finna show all y'all. And so she came through and kind of like was. She blitzed us. She yeah. blitzed us. Except for one person was watching her as Coco. And Coco mm-hmm. was like, oh no, bitch, you ain't finna pass me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, it's always good to have that competition. Uh, Man, what? When it comes to working out. Yeah. You, yeah. Look, cause then I asked her, I said, Little Champ Burger, where you at? Cause we had to go and knock her ass all the way back yeah. down to the bottom. Carla was like, I thought Aries was usually competitive, but this one, something wrong with our little Aries. I said, Not this one, child. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um today is day 39. Y'all know I like to keep y'all updated how long we've been going, our street count for uh being consistent in our routine having a night routine and a morning routine and um i'm really noticing major benefits major Mm -hmm. benefits i'm actually the most productive um that i've been in my life but we'll talk about that later so i before we get into that before we get into that i just wanted to um kind of also dwell on you know, just uh, trying to keep up with uh, the TikToks, the TikTokers mm-hmm. and uh, the major fail that I had. So, I'm again, I'm going to talk about that other shit later. I've been day 39, all that good stuff. But I just want to talk about this major fail that I had when it came to uh, trying to perform a TikTok. So, um, I saw it's like this trend that they got going on where they like squat down and they like on their feet and they stay swaying back and forth. And they like saying like, oh, like they, people thought this was going to happen. But boom, this is what really happened. So I was like, OK, I'm a uh, <laughs> I'm a uh, I'm a try to do this TikTok, you know, talking about my leap of faith. You know, maybe people thought, you know, we was going to fail. But boom, two years later, I could not do the fucking move. Why couldn't you do it? 
I guess because I, I my legs are not as strong as I, I guess I, they would need to be to do that. I don't even see how they do that shit. Yeah, it's like it takes a lot of um, thigh work. It's like your thigh, your thighs and your booty because you got to be able to bounce and like have that sway like you surfing going side to side. So, yeah. And like I had bust so much of a sweat. I said, even if I did finally pull this shit off, I'm so fucking sweaty. They going to (laughs) know. Be like, damn, Nick, you just came from the gym. <laughs> no, <laughs> trying to do dance move. So I just try to keep it safe and do another little dance move, and that uh, that was all right. I don't think the TikTok dancing for me, honey. Well, you always say, um, well, you find the the it's ones a, you find the ones that you can do good, yeah. and, and you and you stick them. You yeah. stick them when you when you can. It's like God blessed me to be so creative, but the only thing He didn't give me is where I could dance. Well, you can dance enough. Oh yeah, I can at be, least you don't have two left stuff. feet. Yeah, you know, yeah. some people they don't have any rhythm, so you do have well, yeah. some rhythm. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like I'm talking about, like how you be dancing, like you good at dancing. I'm alright, but you still good. Like I'm, I'm okay. Anybody who is brave enough, like when we was working at um, uh, where were we working at? Uh, uh, Directv. Uh, Carla did this Missy Elliott skit or whatever <laughs> anytime you're brave now enough you didn't bring that up. to dance in front of almost a hundred plus people and do your little missy elliott moves oh you got you can do some dance i would never do nothing like that y'all she was getting it i think i still remember you had on what was a red jumpsuit or something like that on it was so i think so red pants Girl, like, I, yeah, oh, yeah it was like some sweatpants yeah. So yeah she jumping up screwing like screwdriving her feet into the uh, floor and they was like and then she had like a crowd around her like go 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 and she just getting it <laughs> like damn <laughs> So yeah, you definitely can do a little something, something. Sierra get it from somewhere. (laughs) Those were fun times. But you know, um, you was talking about going back to how many days um, we have been doing this, and we when did we start doing our um, weight loss challenge? Because we started really trying to buckle down before I went to see Sierra, right? I say we probably been at it a good two plus months. We're not quite at two and a half months, but two plus months. Yeah. So um, somebody had um, sent a message. Let me see if I can find this message. And me and Nick, we had to laugh at this message. And Nick was just like, "Honey," she was like, um, I need to go back and see what these videos look like. So um, let's see here. Um, they was basically saying that they had to go back and watch some of our old videos. And um, they were saying they went back 10 months. And Nick, what did you say um, about the whole little 10-month thing when you were saying something about going back? You was like, um, I can only imagine what yes. the videos look like or something you said. Yeah. So um, it was Black Diamond mm-hmm. 21. She said, I went to look at a video from 10 months ago because I wanted to see you guys weight loss progress. And baby, <laughs> like, I'm loving it. 
I'm talking y'all face slim down bodies and everything y'all look damn good and I'm here for it hard work and dedication is for sure paying off just came saying looking good I and I, I do remember you reading that comment when you said it got me again when you said baby I was like damn why she had to say it like that damn did it look that bad <laughs> you know sometimes you know how you always say we can be our own worst critics right yeah, yeah. and even though I know um, I am starting to see the difference in my body I still have moments that I walk past the mirror <laughs> and I'm kind of hard on myself like one day I was doing some and I called myself um, turning around looking at my butt <laughs> I was like damn I thought this thing uh, was going <laughs> to like Carla stop I was like you have came a long way but then you know the other thing it made me think I was like damn bitch if you feel like you look like this what was you giving a a love (laughs) you dancing right about that yeah cause sometimes I be joking with Nick it's like we was walking down the street and you know how I used to joke um when we used to be walking and then I used to be like we both got these two little midgets oh, back here. man yes you used to make me feel so fucking fat when you said yeah, that yeah talking about our butts right <laughs> so I used to be like Nick got two midgets back there and I got two midgets not trying to be offensive but it's just a little joke I heard it somewhere and I was like honey yes yes honey <laughs> so but, I was um, just um telling Nick uh-huh. I said I really can appreciate all of my weight loss struggles mm-hmm. um, slash gimmicks because y'all I have done a lot it's been a lot that I have done as far as the lemonade diet weight watchers alternate day fasting um, keto and I told Nick I said um, I appreciate it because now I have an even better understanding of how my relationship with food should be. And I don't have to, you know, have limits on what I do. It's like I can enjoy any food that I want to enjoy and not have limits on me. Like before, I remember the very first thing I did, I think, was the lemonade diet. Then the next thing I did was I wasn't eating any pastas, breads, or sweets. That's what helped me get to my next goal. So it's like I just appreciate everything because it shows you, you know, it basically has showed me how things should be. Like say for instance with keto, it's like if you struggle with food, those are alternatives Mm -hmm. saying that if you struggle and you can't do it then you can do this and this will help you to lose weight so it's like i just appreciate everything i've been through man i even remember i don't know if i ever told you this um when i was working at the call center me and these girls well this one girl she wanted to buy this diet pill it was supposed to be a pill to help you lose weight and um we all decided it was like a money back guarantee. So the one girl was like, I'm going to get it. She was like, will y'all try with me? And we can see if we lose weight. 
girl that thing was basically like a fucking sugar pill because when i tell you i could not i couldn't tell the difference you know it was like i was watching what i was eating and everything and then she was like fuck this she was like i'm finna send this back but like even doing little stuff like that little gimmicks when they say oh you don't have to work out Mm -hmm. you can just take this and that's some bullshit like you really do have to work out yeah um just thinking about how like throughout the years if y'all look at our old videos and stuff like that um you'll see our weight fluctuating sometimes we're skinny sometimes we look chunky as hell sometimes Mm -hmm. we're right in between and it's kind of like how did we get here now like what 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 helped us get here now i think like i said it took me going through all of those different processes but i know i understand that but you could still be going through that process. How are, how are you finally at a place where you found something that worked for you? Because I'm sure it's a lot of women who are watching us who are going through that weight fluctuation. And it's like, how do they get to this point where it's like, okay, it's been more than 39 days. It's been two and a half months. And yeah. We've been going hard. Yeah. I guess for me, I had to make the decision to, um, want to see the change Mm -hmm. so this is it i've been open about me wanting to have a surgery as far as a tummy tuck Mm -hmm. or as far as um you know um my breasts you know getting a breast lift Mm -hmm. so i've been very open about that so i actually ran across this girl's um youtube channel and she had a C-section. It's something that a lot of women that have a C-section, they struggle with, you know, having the little fupa. I even remember Beyonce talking about she had it. Now, I don't know if she had a C-section, but I know a lot of women, when they tend to have kids, it's like they had a little lower stomach. So I had saw this girl and she was saying that you can you can lose it. And I saw somebody else saying that you can get your stomach down. They was like, it's just a matter like you're going to have to work out. So I just kind of made the decision. I said, I don't know if it's possible or not, but I've also lost weight, got to a point where I was happy, started back dancing and eating again. And then my weight came back. So this time I was like, I want to fully commit to doing it and seeing how far can I get you know if I get to if I get down and I feel like I still want to get the surgery I'll do it I was like but what if I do it and I get down to the point I'm satisfied and I feel like I don't have to get it yeah now I do um agree with hard work and dedication like truly being the way Mm-hmm. Rather than like you said, y'all tried the little weight loss pills, or you see, um, now hold on, when you, when you talked about keto, keto, I'm gonna tell y'all how keto helped me because I, again, all of us, probably a lot of us, majority of us have an unhealthy relationship with food, and that's really what you witness in, in America, period. People are either too big or they're too skinny. But it's rare that you see like right in between where they're in shape and taking care of their bodies and things are looking right. <clears throat> but the way keto helped me, because that's that's how we started. Mm-hmm. I think it was like we got to a point and it could have been long, 
actually could have been longer than uh two months two and a half months that we've been like doing this i think the working out and shit has been like two and a half months but we started a while back and we was like you know what fuck this i'm gonna go back to keto because i know that that worked for me yeah so but i'm just saying actually just staying committed but that's what i'm saying it started <laughs> with keto yeah like when we started keto this last go round. It's like, I'm going to tell you how food, I mean, keto helped me. Keto restricts you like to a point where you still can eat good, but you have to eat good within their guidelines and with like, you know, their amount of carbs and all. And they got so many different keto like foods and snacks and bread and all that where you can really make the shit work where you can take care of your cravings. But the way keto helped me is it helped me get to a point where I can walk down the aisle full of chips and cookies and snacks and i could just be like no because it's not a part of keto so it helped me to um i guess gain that self-control as far as not just buying shit and just going home with it and just eating it Mm -hmm. now i still did have a struggle with when it comes to say overeating or something like that Mm -hmm. and i'm still working on that now but it's the now we uh, us tracking these calories and working out and shit like that it's like and then the fact that i get to eat anything i want just within you know my my calorie budget that helps too yeah and it's kind of like i told nick i've heard them say calories in versus calories out i've heard that yeah. saying before so many times in my life but i never just took the time to comprehend it mm-hmm. and i think this time I just took the time to comprehend it. And it's kind of like once I saw in order for you to, you know, lose a certain amount of weight a week, you have to be in a deficit Mm -hmm. and actually understand then what that deficit is for me. You know, not just me sitting here saying, okay, well, I'm going to eat light and I'm going to work out today, but I'm still blind. I don't know what I'm eating. I don't know if I burned enough calories. It's like you're just blindly going into it. Yeah. So it's like now we have more of an overview of what we're doing. Yeah. 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 These uh, trackers that we got on our wrists, these watches, helps tremendously get that accurate view. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm actually... Uh, today, you know, today was a pretty relaxed Sunday. It's actually cloudy. We were supposed to go horseback riding today, but it rained and all that being muddy and all that. We had to postpone it. But, you know, it was just really a, a laid back day. And I was actually sitting on the balcony and um, I was working on our new theme for our second channel, <clears throat> uh, our reaction channel. And it's because we hit 30,000 subscribers. And when I actually sat back and thought about that number, I was like, that is a lot of motherfucking people. Like, just think if you had to fill up an arena with that many people, those many people have watched us and made the decision to tap subscribe. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was just thinking, I was just reflecting. I was like, you know, two years ago, we, uh, we were still truck drivers, but we made the decision to just take action and and um and um uh take the the channel serious and it made me think about the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people like um y'all already know i kind of told y'all about setting those ambitious goals and uh just setting goals period 
But in addition to setting those goals, you actually have to like take action. And it was making me even think about like uh, me and Carla, we had came up with um, like an idea for a few things and just the action that we're putting behind it. And I actually talked on the phone to my mom and I was kind of telling her about the idea and just a a little frustrating scenario that I had faced with the, with the, um, with the idea. And, um, and, um, my mom, she was on the phone and she was just telling me like, Oh wow. You know, it's just crazy. I had a dream that, you know, about this amazing idea. She was telling me about a dream of an idea that she had. And I was just thinking, I was like, you know, my mom, she's actually had a lot of ideas. I was like, as a matter of fact, a lot of people that I've came in contact with, they have had a lot of ideas, a lot of good ideas. You ever heard your family be like, you know what? I should do this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. Or I should write a book or da, 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 da. But I was like, so what, what's the difference? And people who are successful and people who are not, it's the action. So a lot of people have ideas, good ideas, but they don't set those goals and they don't put that action behind it. And, um, I, what I'm doing now is, uh, I actually took a, uh, a little book to like continuously write down like ideas, the ideas that come in my head. Cause you'd be surprised if you really pay attention to yourself. And I think this is what really helped with this, uh, this routine and all these things that we've been doing for the past 39 days what I've been noticing is um, ideas have been sh- downloading left to right. It's all, it's like I'm almost, I'm sure, babe, you probably feel the same way, blown away by some of the shit that we have came up with. Yeah. That <laughs> may not manifest or becoming or coming to this reality until like maybe three to five years from now. But it's like it's the fact that it's there and we're putting action behind it. And having these routines is what helps us keep that momentum up and going in that right direction. Yeah. I remember um, when, you know, I always tell you I have a busy mind, right? Mm -hmm. But that first night you put that notebook on the side of the bed when you was like, oh, I don't want to have to touch my phone. Um, Let me just put this notebook over here in case something come up. I can write it down. I said Nick mine busier than mine. But look, my mind is not always that busy. <laughs> uh, and if I didn't get to finish my point about the idea book. So what has been happening since we've been doing this for 39 days? And again, the same things that we are doing, I actually created or outlined uh, a formula, uh, the formula. And I made it into a course is how to take a leap of faith with confidence. And I said, within the next 30 to 90 days of applying this stuff to your life consistently, you should notice some significant change. But, um, so I, um, had some moments like it was like two or three nights where so many spiritual downloads, so many ideas was falling into my head that I would have to get out of the bed in the middle of the night, walk into the other room. Cause I don't sleep with my, my phone in the room with me. And I would have to jot those ideas down on notepads. And I was like, I need to figure out something that's going to help me, you know, just stay balanced and maybe like stay my ass in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I still have to get up at 7am and do my morning routine and go, you know, walk Nikki and all that. And so I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? So, um, one day me and Carla, we was walking Nikki and boom, a spiritual download from my higher self. 
And I know that's how you know the difference yourself and your higher self. Because my higher self is on like fucking steroids right now with the downloads. And um and uh the suggestion was to uh keep a little keep a notebook with me. And whenever the idea come, jot it down. And like since I got the little notebook, shout out to True Blue, because she actually has sent us a, a, a gift um package in the mail like from stuff from her her business and one of it was a very small notebook i don't know what the hell made her think let me just send them this cute little notebook uh-huh. and this came it was perfect the perfect and i keep it in my pocket it's all bent up now man nick <laughs> take this thing everywhere she was in the kitchen one day and then i see her pull this i said where did you have it have you ever been in a job where you just feel like you're not being paid enough Maybe the work isn't particularly stimulating, or your commute is brutal. If this sounds familiar, don't worry, you're definitely not alone. And that is why we would like to introduce and thank today's sponsor, Mentor Shelly. Mentor Shelly is an 18-year veteran in human resources. She is here to show you how to be successful in your chosen career and help small business owners structure their new business ventures for success. She offers consultations for resume services and interview coaching with included salary negotiation strategies. If you're interested in scheduling a consultation with Mentor Shelly, then visit her website, www.mentorshelly.com. The link to her website and a direct link to schedule your first consultation will be in the description of this episode and posted in the podcast section of our Discord. Thank you so much, Mentor Shelly, for sponsoring today's episode. Yeah, but it's like, it's, <laughs> it helps me breathe because it's so many, like, ideas. And when I say ideas, it's like thoughts on what I need to do to to critique the or to, to, to make the businesses better or to, you know, just get to the bigger picture. Exactly. Because you can have small ideas um because you know i've had a moment where um i had an idea mm-hmm. and i was talking to you and i'm like i don't i just don't i was like i don't know how to make this happen yeah but i was um you know trying to research it trying to watch videos trying to read on google and i was just like i don't know how to how to get to the next step. But I think you writing those different things down because you may have an extra idea that goes along with the original idea you had that can help you get, you know, to that bigger picture that you want. Not to mention, you know, again, I've been listening to the book, which I'm almost finished with it. Um, the magic of thinking big and this book it pretty much kind of tell you like when you get those ideas in your head, you need to believe that you can do it. You may not know how you're going to do it, but as soon as you make that decision or you believe it, there's going to be so many downloads that you receive because you've taken those breaks off of you that you're going to figure out how to do it. Yeah. I remember um, Steve Harvey saying that before, mm-hmm. you know, like, and he always stressed like the thoughts that you have is not for you to share it with other people. But if you're having that thought, that's something that you should be acting on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and it's like, really, when they say the biggest person that's going to stop you is yourself. It's that true. Mind. Yeah. 
idea. That like you mom. come up with like, okay, so me and Carla, we came up with an idea. And it's like Carla said something and I alley ooped it. And immediately I heard myself saying, like, nah, but you don't really know how to do that. And I was like, stop. I was like, you may not know how to do it, but you can figure that shit out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I had to stop myself because usually that's what'll happen. Because I've had yeah. ideas in the past where I felt like they were too big and I just didn't even know where to fucking start. And you just be amazed by when I shut myself up and I said, I can do it. So many ways of, of, of pulling this shit off have just came out of just nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought I would actually, um, update y'all because uh towards the beginning of the month um i told y'all that i was wondering why i didn't why was i not making this certain amount of money per month and i was telling y'all about this book the, the magic of thinking big and just really setting those ambitious goals to um accomplish you know you know to, to so that i could make that type of money a month that i'm trying to make so I just wanted to give y'all a little update because it was actually really rough. So um, at first, when I when I started for August, I noticed that I was very productive. Like having such a big goal that was still reachable, you know, still still within reach. Nothing like too crazy. Um, I noticed I was very productive, but I was also very stressed. And babe, I'm sure you probably could witness like I was probably the most stressed that you had ever seen me mm-hmm. since we've been on this leap of faith for the last two years. Yeah. And then one thing about you, when you get stressed, it started causing me to get stressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what I had to do was and I was like, OK, if I'm going through this, maybe the people who heard me. Maybe they was like, you know what? Nick said she going to set her some ambitious goals. I'm going to set me some ambitious goals, too. And maybe they also <laughs> feeling fucking stressed. So I'm going to tell you what I had to do to um, to fix this, uh, this, this situation. So I had to um, make changes to my approach. And um, I had to take a step back. Um, and I had to stop getting lost in the day-to-day fluctuations because what'll happen is when you set goals, you're going to be observing yourself trying to accomplish those goals. Let's say, for example, you set a goal to accomplish it within a month. You're going to be witnessing the ups and the downs up close and personal. When you're up, you're going to feel like you're on cloud nine. And when you're down, you're going to feel like shit. And what you have to do is you have to take a step back. You have to be grateful for what you've already accomplished. And then also, I believe you have to kind of generalize what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So so let's say, for example, if my goal was to begin to make $20,000 per month, rather than looking at the up and down fluctuations of, oh, I did good this month. I mean, this day, oh, I didn't do so good this day. I have to become more focused on, and this is some metaphysical spiritual type shit. Yes. I have to become more focused on the emotions that I expect to feel when I make that type of money or why is it that I want to make that type of money? What is it that I really want? What's the root of it that I really want? Mm-hmm. I want freedom. I want to be able to move when I want to move. I want to be able to buy what I want to buy. I want to be able to take care of things. You know what I'm saying? So what does that feel like? And it's like, I had to kind of like really focus on that rather than 
I need to make this type of money. Like this is the this is the number I need to meet because it becomes very stressful when you do that. Yeah. And um, another thing that I had to do on my approach is I had to become less selfish. A lot of people, when they're trying to accomplish a goal, when they're trying to do something, or when they're trying to build something, it becomes about me, me, me. And really, from reading this book, which I think everybody should have some type of self-help audiobook in rotation at all times, I realized that I was becoming very selfish in my approach. And as soon as I switched it, which was around August 12th, and I'm and I'll talk about that probably another podcast. I notice a complete difference. I began to just try to focus more on how can I make other people's lives better rather than how can I make this money? Yeah. That's the approach. That's what I had to do. I had to switch up the way I was thinking and and looking at things. Well, I mean, I don't um I still I think that's a good thing because you know, I told you um, that quote that I saw that one time that said, the meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of life is to give it away. Yeah. So it's like, that's a perfect example, you know, of figuring out how can you solve someone else's yeah. problem? You know, or what is it that you have that can be beneficial to someone else? And I think a lot of times people because and I'm I'm going to say this definitely about me. There has been times that I have went through some bullshit in life and I didn't want to talk about it or um it's almost like I had to come to terms with it first. I had to come to grips with it first where I could speak on it to help somebody else. That's probably going, going through it. A lot of times people, we always tend to judge ourselves, or we think we don't want anybody to judge us when, so what if somebody judge you that, how is that going to impact you? You know, especially depending on, if it's something that can benefit somebody else. So I had to get out of the habit of when I go through stuff, feeling bad about it and not wanting to share it. Um, because those same things could help somebody else. Yeah. It could help them maybe avoid that, exactly. you know, avoid it if they get into that situation. So it's like, we always go through some shit where we can be a testimony for somebody else and just think about how the selfless um selflessness approach Mm -hmm. let's think about how it's helped and benefited even us um with when it comes to our youtube channels the reason why our youtube channels are so successful and the reason and what i mean by successful i don't mean the 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 subscriber count and all that what i mean because you can have you you see all the time people with a million subscribers, mm-hmm. but they only bring it in like 20,000 views yeah. or, or 60,000 subscribers, but they only bring it in 7,000 views. When I say successful, I mean the relationship that we actually have with our people. Yeah. And it's because of that selfless approach that, um, when we started that second channel, our purpose was we want to make people laugh, yeah. but we also want to share wisdom and spiritual knowledge in, in a, in a way where it can be like comedic. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And the reason why is because we want to help raise the vibration on this planet, Mm -hmm. on this planet that's currently going through a lot of uh, dark things. We want it to be a light. And because of that, it's just made people latch on to us, hit that subscribe button and just stay there. Like I was actually looking at our members and, um, I'm actually doing like a special like section for like the members who've been with us for that. The two years, like when we decided to do this shit two years ago and we started that membership. Yeah. I was looking at the number. It was like a good, um, cause we got like 87 members now and they fluctuate. They go up and down. You have some people leave, you have some people come or some people, I don't know what it's sometimes they card don't charge. So they have to leave and come back. But I, the number, I think it was like, it was eight. I was like, wow, eight people made that decision two years ago to join our membership and they are still here and just that gratitude is powerful being grateful for that because you will get more because you got some other people they're on their way to being there two years but i was just like it's that selfless am i saying the word right selfless yes that Mm -hmm. selfless approach Mm -hmm. rather than being selfish because you have some people they're just like i want to just make get a lot of views and make money okay i understand that but how are you trying to help the people who are going to support you on reaching them goals yeah so like even though we only have well some people may see it as you only have thirty thousand subscribers we get really good views the ratio is there we get really good support with the memberships all that you know what i'm saying so it's that selfless approach. Yeah. Um, you just made me think, and I, I want to apologize because somebody had asked us to, um, they put a comment on one of our YouTube videos a while back. It was, um, is this Shanine? Shanine Neely? And she said, um, here, she said, Carla, how did you get your score from 418? Any tips? So oh, her credit score. And yeah, my credit score. I was just about to tell them. OK, so we did a video one time and I was talking about how I didn't know anything about credit. My mom, she didn't teach me anything like I remember my mom used to struggle. Um, and the reason I say that is because it was just things we went through, like not having lights you know shopping at the goodwill it was just things you know when you have a struggle childhood you know what that means or if your mama tell you i don't have the money for that and it can be something so small it's like when you get older you realize okay my mom was struggling Mm -hmm. being a single parent when i was growing up so even though my mom struggled I think for their generation they had not gotten to the point where okay this is something that I wasn't educated on let me educate my kids they had not gotten there yet so then my generation came and I feel like we do a better job at that trying to you know give the education that we need to give so um I didn't know anything about credit I learned through trial and error um, I, my very first credit card, I got it when I was at college. You know how they had the people on campus and they signed you up. I had no idea what I was doing. He was like, Did everybody get approved? He was like, you want to um, try to get it? I was like, shit, yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. You know, he told me mm-hmm. it's a card. So, like, if you end up needing to get something and you don't have the cash. The APR probably was a thousand percent. Man, it's no. <laughs> It's no telling. But um, so I signed up for the card. I got approved for the card. I can't even remember 
how much I got approved for, but I got the card. And um, just long story short, y'all, after I went through my um, divorce with my ex-husband, my credit was shot. Like it was 418. It was just, I went from not having credit to having bad credit. And it didn't Damn. take long. I didn't even, it was like that one credit card I had. And then I end up getting that house with my ex-husband. And then I had got a Walmart credit card. Those was really the only things that I had that was fucking me up. Because I had paid my car note off. Mm-hmm. So um, that one credit card, it just ended up going to hell. Because I didn't even know what I was supposed to be doing with it. I was charging. Didn't realize, okay, bitch, you got to be paying too. I just, I was lost in the sauce. Mm-hmm. Got the Walmart credit card with my ex-husband because he used to work there. He talked me into getting that Walmart card. Once I got the knowledge I got, I ended up asking him, I said, I said, you work there. Why the fuck would you convince me to get that card with that high ass interest rate? Uh. I said, it's no way I would have let nobody do that. And then the situation with the house, like when we, you know, went through our divorce he had to get the house refinanced or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, with all that being said, y'all, this person, they asked me if I could give any tips. So, I took time just to write down some of the things that, like, how did I learn what to do? Y'all, it was through trial and error and listening to people that was around me. The very first thing that I did was... um when somebody told me like one of my friends she ended up telling me one time she said um she was paying on her mom's house because her mom had moved out of town but she was still taking care of the bills um in the current like city where her mom had bought the house but her mom was in another state so um she was telling me she said yeah she was like telling me how her mom credit is looking better she was like because instead of me paying her house note she said i paid two times her house note Mm -hmm. right so when she said that i was like okay i was like so if you pay twice what you owe then that can help you so that's exactly what i started doing with my credit with my walmart card because for whatever reason with that, when you have a highest interest rate, it seemed like you could never get your head above water, especially if you only paying the minimum amount due. So what I started doing was I would pay the amount that was due. I would pay that 10 days before the due date, right? 10 days before the due date. And then I would actually pay that same amount again on the due date so it's like if my bill was $60 right example I would pay $60 10 days before the due date and then on the due date I would pay another $60 so when I started doing that I noticed my score sort of uh improving Mm -hmm. a little bit more so um but they always tell you if you don't have the money to do that, and this is through me doing research, like don't neglect your other bills trying to make multiple payments on a, on one single account. Like if you can't afford to do it, just pay whatever you can, right? But if you can do it, try to make an extra payment. 
The other thing is I had to learn not to spend over 30% of whatever that credit card, like whatever you're approved for, don't spend over 30%. Like the same thing, like how I'm telling y'all this stuff, this is how I learned what to do. And then eventually I went, like if somebody said something, I went and I would actually Google it and look it up and see if it was true. So then then I might find some additional information so that um, I could help improve my credit score. Now, not only do you have like, say, for instance, if you have a credit card, if you have multiple credit cards, just say, for instance, everything that you got, all of the credit that you've been approved for, that same 30 percent still apply. You should still try to keep it across the board. So if you got $150,000 all (laughs) together, you should not be spending over 30% of that. Yeah. That's what helps you, you know, stay where you need to be. And then I'll never forget this one girl told me, she said, she said, my rule has always been, if you don't have the money to pay for it right now, then you don't need to be charging it. And I was like, that sounds pretty logical. I was just like, if I ain't got, just say for instance, when I got that card, and if it was like, oh, I want to go out and I want to get these shoes, they're $130. Okay, do you have $130? Yeah, I remember in the past, I used to think credit cards were little cards you can get and just have extra money to spend but later i realized oh no you if you don't have it like actually have the money you don't need to be spending yeah, on your like physically card. in your hand yeah and the thing is if you got it physically in your hand then you need to be spending the money that's physically in your hand and not the actual credit card well no actually hold on no i'm saying that's what i was told when that girl told me that you know when she said if you don't have the money yeah, but I'm just trying to make sure you're not saying like don't use oh, your credit no, card because no. that's how it came off. Okay, but no. still use you still use your credit card. Yeah, it's just use what you already have. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. just keep in mind, we are not financial advisors. Carla oh, is just you, simply yes. sharing what worked for her. Yes. And then other than that, it's like Credit Karma. If you sign up with Credit Karma, they always have little tips on there, and they'll tell you. Hey, if you can pay this card down, I just got it. Oh, they do. They tell you. Yeah, tips? they give you tips. Yeah, I they'll just... be like, "Hey, if you can pay this card down, um, your credit, your credit, um, score can increase." Mm-hmm. You know, it. They give you little tips. I just got an email for now. It was like your credit score went up, and I was like, "Oh, for real?" <laughs> I love getting those emails. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I just want to, and when the person asked me on YouTube, I didn't want to put it in a comment because yeah. some people read the comments and some people don't. And I actually told them, I said, "This is something that we can talk about on the podcast yeah. because other people may want this information that struggle with it." Yeah. 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 Yeah, so um, I guess that's uh, this is probably going to be a little short one today. You had anything else you want to get off your chest? Well, your um, <laughs> the only things I wanted to talk about was um, I did see something that, you know, I'm always going back to this little abortion law. Oh, yeah. Roe right? Wade. Yes. So I saw this woman. I saw her story on um, the shade room. They shared it. 
and I guess she is 13 weeks pregnant and they went in to look at her baby Mm -hmm. and her baby is not fully developed so even though her baby is not fully developed let's see I'm trying to remember um what area she was in but the area that she's in it it's like based off it's louisiana based off of the laws she still don't qualify so when you say not fully developed i mean what is so what they call it is they say it's called a no skull um medical condition the baby ain't got a skull yeah that's okay. basically what it is. So what, I mean, is it gonna the skull gonna come eventually? No. So how many months pregnant is she? She thirteen weeks. So basically, what what happened is she's either gonna have to make a decision to have this baby that she knows she's gonna have to bury, mm-hmm. which is funeral costs, mm-hmm. or she's gonna have to possibly get the money to travel somewhere to try to get an abortion. This is fucked. Up. yes she need to hopefully she can find a way to raise that money and just get the abortion because if she decides to just have the baby and deal with the funeral cost she still got trauma like even more trauma i mean you can have trauma from abortion but just the trauma of carrying a baby for nine months having it come out of you and then bury it that's even more traumatic yeah that's fucked up and it's like and then she gonna have funeral costs yeah you know she gonna have that expense and not only the expense for having her baby now i don't know if that falls up under some law where maybe she get something but i was like this is kind of messed up and they were just basically saying you know i guess they have certain rules that they have to follow to see if it falls up under that for getting an abortion i said so you mean to tell me her basically when the baby come out the baby is probably not gonna, gonna make get a it. c-section because how's she gonna push a baby out with no skull well girl no, she's gonna have to c-section that yeah yeah so i thought that was just messed up that and um i ran across this story where i guess a cps worker i can't remember where this is but a child protective service person is basically pimping out kids Mm -hmm. and apparently this little girl who was getting pimped out ended up telling her mom what was going on and um the little girl ended up recording the cps worker and the cps worker was like if you're gonna be a hoe be a good hoe so it's basically like she was tell them what to do and i guess she's getting part of the money or some crap like that and the parent basically said if this was me now for one her child is already in child protective services right but like she said if if this was me and i told my child to do this i people would be talking about me they'll be trying to take my child she was like it would just be a lot going on but again these abortion laws our system is already messed up so it's like you got this situation right here where you got somebody working in the system this is somebody that's supposed to be helping kids and nate's telling people well if you don't want the child then you can give the child up for adoption Mm -hmm. and then you got these people out here that's around these kids that's not doing the right thing see that's why they should just left that shit alone 
with the with the abortions. Yeah, like we already got it passed. Why is we overturning that shit? Why is we going back? Girl. Now we're gonna have more kids born who are unwanted going into the system. All type of shit. Mm-hmm. More lives, like people actually who are living at least. You know, hey, I'm just gonna be real. If, if I can't remember shit from when I was a a baby, a fetus especially. Uh, yeah, when I was in my mama belly, I can't remember shit. Yeah. So if it happened, I'm sure it's quick. You know, probably quick and painless. It's just I, I, some people may not agree with that, but it's better than that than to have have them born into a life of probably where they not want either not wanted or harsh. And I'm not saying it's always gonna play out like that for kids who end up being born. You know, but I'm but, saying for the majority for people like the people that are making the decision, I guess, that they don't want to have kids or if it is a health condition, it's kind of like why put them through the mental strain? Yeah. And this I know it's a conspiracy theory going on saying how uh, there's like a I don't know if it's true either, but they're saying like white people are noticing that they're becoming a minority. So they want to uh, um they wanted a way for uh, i guess white girl women's to have more white women to have more kids and i seen something and i don't know i didn't get to confirm it so but so i guess it's just hearsay but um they were saying putin the dude over there in uh who is that not i forgot where the shit was that was it in ukraine or russia um they were paying they said they were paying ten thousand dollars to their women uh to women who have more than 10 kids child $10,000 wait you say if they have more than how many kids kids. yeah 10 kids they get $10,000 how is that gonna help I don't know but uh, yeah I I mean I didn't get to do more research I just kind of seen it in passing but I know that and if, if it is the Ukraine I know they're known for having like the purest whitest babies over there Mm. And they actually have, um, I think, uh, a lot of them that are about to come to this country mm. due to the war over there. So, I don't know. Maybe to balance things out. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, but yeah. So, I guess we're going to get ready to get back to our Sunday. I got a little work that I got to get to. And, uh, babe, what are you getting ready to do? Oh, um, I really don't know. Probably, like, relax. <laughs> take a bath. Try to look up some more educational stuff. Get ready for this workout tomorrow. Because tomorrow's day 40. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow is what? Mine's is it? leg day for me. I think it's arm day for me. Uh-huh. It's, no, it's... it's. I think it's leg day, I think. Yeah, tomorrow legs. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be walking with spaghetti legs Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we really appreciate y'all for tuning in. Again, we want to thank all of our sponsors and uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Have you ever been called stuck up, standoffish, sometimey, or funny acting? When in reality, you're sleepy, hungry, ready to go, or flat out ain't feel like coming. Perhaps you have heard someone being called funny acting. Or may have personally been called funny acting or even called someone else funny acting. Simply put, if you know, you know. Funny Acting Black Girl is a unique brand that speaks to a very specific group of black people. Number one, those who identify as girls, women, films, and or non-binary people. Number two, 
Those who have been called stuck up sometimes standoffish and more, when really we tired, distracted, thinking about something else, ready to go, etc. If you want to learn more about Funny Acting Black Girl, which was founded by Zeandrian Morris, aka Z, which is the name Carla and I call her personally, then visit the website www.funnyactingblackgirl.com and also follow this brand on social media at Funny Acting Black Girl. All of their links will be in the description of this episode and posted in the podcast section of our Discord. Thanks, Funny Acting Black Girl, for sponsoring today's episode.